Hello and welcome back to another episode of Bite Size Cinema. I'm your host RJ McCready and for this episode I'm going to be taking you guys back to the year in 1987 to look at a very rare old VHS gem called Enemy Territory with Ray Parker Jr. So let's have a look at the trailer, let's get into the elevator, let's go to the sixth floor and let's try and avoid the vampires along the way and I'll see you guys soon. Late one afternoon, an insurance man has one more stop to make, Harlem, after dark. But when night falls at Lincoln Towers, doors are chained and bolted, windows are locked, shades are drawn, and no one ventures out. Because when the sun sets, the gangs rule the night, and no one is safe in enemy territory. Help! Somebody help! They were two strangers caught in the wrong place at the wrong time. When an action-packed night became the longest night of their lives. It's gonna be all right, okay? We want them. Back off, Squidlet. Gary Frank and Jan Michael Vincent join Ray Parker Jr. in his phenomenal motion picture debut. Parker is best known for his original soundtrack and hit title song from the movie Ghostbusters. Man's in trouble, I'm gonna help him. The New York Post calls Parker handsome, resourceful, and fearless in this role that proves him to be one of the hottest new talents around. Enemy territory. Don't miss their daring escape to daylight. And welcome back guys, so the synopsis for this film is an insurance salesman inadvertently gets trapped after dark in an apartment building that is terrorised by a street gang called the Vampires. It's got an 89 minute runtime. it's an R rated movie and it's classed as an action crime drama. So let's have a talk about enemy territory, talk about the origins and things like that and um, first of all I just mentioned you just can't watch this film except on YouTube. It never got the luxury of a release on VHS, which I think is a shame. You can't find it on DVD or Blu-ray. And I'm quite surprised with that, so I'm kind of hoping that the Arrow videos might pick this up and give it a nice glossy print bit of artwork and give it the treatment, which I think it deserves, because how the hell can a film with <laughs> Ray Parker Jr. from Ghostbusters and Tony Todd fighting in a tower block back in 1987 with all the graffiti and stuff just not be released on DVD or Blu-ray or have the full works, I just can't understand it but um, maybe that's just RJ delving into the nostalgia that I do so um, yeah I just find that really weird um, but while we're talking about this sort of stuff and I don't think I've mentioned this before on the show, there was a time in my life when back in the sort of late 90s early 2000s around about that time didn't have the luxury of the internet or youtube or anything like that which you have now and i found it difficult to try and find these types of movies so i only ever saw enemy territory as a trailer back in the in the 80s when i was watching action movies like commando and things like that and it had always, always been floating about. I was talking to a friend of mine at work. I said, um, this was back in the sort of 2000s. I said, do you remember this film with a tower block in Tony Todd? And I'm pretty sure it's Ray Parker Jr. We got talking about it. And then we worked out that it was called Enemy Territory. And I tried to look for it and I couldn't find it. And it wasn't just this film. It was all the other films like um, Kroll 
and Biggles. You just couldn't find these films, so I found myself um, hunting through old VHS stores, second-hand video um, shops, and I remember this is a slight tangent. I remember finding um, Crow on VHS. If anybody remembers that film, because it's a film that I was again I spoke to people about. I said, "Hey, do you remember that film with the guys on the horses and all that sort of stuff?" And I remember finding the um, X rental. Uh, VHS in a second-hand store and it was like finding gold for me it's like uh, what I called VHS archaeology I managed to find all these old videos and stuff it's great so I'm touching on a bit of nostalgia and that's kind of what this film <laughs> has done to me today reviewing this film so a little bit of a segue there but I thought I'd just talk about that that's what they used to do back in um, well not that long ago back in like the late 90s early 2000s but now we have the luxury of YouTube and internet and social media and all that sort of stuff, which we don't have that problem anymore, but it was kind of like a good old bit of nostalgia for me back in the day. But anyway, moving on, let's talk about this film. So let's talk about the origins of Enemy Territory. So yeah, Enemy Territory, I mean, it does everything for me because I'm a John Carpenter fan, or a Waterhill fan, I love films like The Warriors, Assault and Precinct 13. And for me, this film ticks all those boxes. It's, um, you know, set in 1987. It's in a tower block. It's got Tony Todd. It's got Ray Parker Jr. in it. I didn't even know he acted. Um, but he does a pretty good job in this film. And it's a really nice, um, gritty... If someone, if this had John Carpenter written on the top of it, I'd think it's a Carpenter movie. Um, it's got um, graffiti in it. It's got some really nice claustrophobic scenes in it where the good guys are trying to get away from the bad guys the bad guys look really gritty you know with all their gang outfits and guns you've got Tony Todd as a bad guy playing the Count he thinks he is a vampire in this movie and I kind of like the way the vampires have this bit of urban mythology about their gang saying that once you're bitten doesn't matter what age you are you're you're then in the game and they only come out at night and the leader believes that he is a vampire and he calls himself the Count and they also mention that there are other games in other tower blocks so the film just lets you in on a little bit of a backstory there and lets you know that there's other things going on in this neighborhood as well and then of course you've got Ray Parker Jr which is kind of like a foreshadow of John McClane because this came out before Die Hard. It came out obviously before films like Dread and The Raid. But it's got all the formulas of those types of movies like Die Hard where it's in the tower block. It's like a siege movie. You've got the good guys finding themselves into some tight spots where they're trying to get away and you get them jumping out windows and crashing through windows and fights fights in the corridors and gun battles and all that sort of stuff so not that I'm taking anything away from the other films because they're fantastic but I can't help but think that enemy territory that has been left behind and no one knows about it kind of did it first and it didn't do a bad job watching it um, lately and I think if enemy territory got released today as a piece of 80s nostalgia set in 1987 in a tower block I think it would probably do quite well because um, the way people were fetishing these type of movies today so um, it just I guess it's just time in place all that sort of stuff and I always say some films are just six degrees from 
being great and unfortunately enemy territory just didn't do that but there you go here I am I'm having a talk about it so let's have a talk about the director so it's Peter Managunian who directed this film and he did a couple of films called one being a sci-fi movie called Arena and another sort of cult sci-fi movie called Eliminators and it's starring Gary Frank who plays a character called Gary and he's done a lot of TV work I think this is one of his first um, feature movies and obviously Ray Parker Jr he plays Will the Vietnam ex-Vietnam electrician and obviously as I mentioned earlier we all know him for uh, Ghostbusters what a classic who are you gonna call there you go I just had to say it. I know it's cheesy but yeah I've said it and you've also got Jan Michael Vinson in this film who plays Parker as a ex-Vietnam vet and obviously we all know him from Airwolf back in the day the sort of cult TV show with that incredible intro and Tony Todd I mean this cast just keeps getting better Tony Todd Candyman is in this film and he plays the Count the leader of the game and he does an incredible job and you've also got a very young Stacey Dash in this film and she is known for being in a film with Alicia Silverstone called Clueless and there's a very small bit of trivia for this film obviously the bit about Ray Parker Jr being in Ghostbusters but the other bit is again it's about Ray they asked Ray he said Ray what was it like working with Jan Michael Vinson on set and he said he was a little bit crazy and he used to like drinking a lot on set so <laughs> and apparently they said that's a regular thing <laughs> That's pretty cool. And there's another bit here where they're saying that this film falls under a certain genre called the Trapped Movie. And it says where the protagonist is caught in a life or death situation and must do what he or she must do to survive the night. Other films that follows this formula is Judgment Night from Dust Till Dawn and The Warriors and I'm pretty sure Die Hard would be in there as well so um, yeah there you go I just read that off IMBD so a little bit of trivia for this film so let's have a look at this film then guys uh, do a quick bite size review on enemy territory so the film starts with a really good I suppose you could say sort of rap bit of rap music from the 80s and whilst this music is playing in the background with some shots of New York City or the streets of New York you get a shot of enemy territory coming onto the screen as if someone's just graffitied it onto the screen so that's pretty cool with everything the rap music and all that and then it introduces you to Gary who is an insurance executive who is down on his luck he's um, got an ex-wife and he's got to pay money to her and things aren't going too well so he gets a opportunity to go to a tower block and it's an easy assignment where all he has to do for a $6,000 commission is get an old lady just to sign a document and that's it and that's all he's got to do and he's thinking okay let's go do that so what the hell could go wrong eh? just an easy assignment that's uh, that's everything that can go wrong in these films at the beginning of the movie and then whilst he's doing this whilst you've got that scene going on you've then got Ray Parker Jr who is an electrician and he works for a telephone company and he says to his boss or he says to his uh, workmate he says look I'll, I'll go to this uh, tower block tonight um, I'll do it for free I'll do it for nothing because I'm gonna hook up with a girlfriend so he thinks his luck is in tonight as well so he's on his way to the tower block as well and then you go back to Gary and he goes to the lift and this is where he 
stumbles upon one of the vampires, one of the very young vampire gang members. And he makes a big mistake by tapping the gang member on the shoulder saying, can you help me with some directions? Because then all of a sudden this has caused outrage and he becomes the target now from the gang. And unknown to Gary, whilst he's picking up his uh, money for $6,000, um, the fanatical, ruthless, but charismatic leader, Count, who's played by Tony Todd, he runs a gang and he runs it like a sort of cult indestructible um, gang and he thinks himself that he is actually a vampire and that he can't be killed. And he is now on the lookout for Gary and he's um, unleashed a load of his gang members into the building to go and hunt him down. And then some of the gang members stumble upon Gary and Gary is um, hooked up with a security guard and you get a fight scene here which results in the security guard getting killed and Gary left for dead almost, he's thinking that's it, it's game over. But then he is aided by none other than Ray Parker Jr because who are you going to call at this time? And it's funny that he's a telephone man and he turns up and he takes out the gang members and he takes one of their guns. And at this time he um, teams up with Gary and then it is now a game of cat and mouse. And you get some really nice corridor shots here, you get a, um, a switch between POV and shots of um, Gary and Ray running through the corridors and Ray shooting his gun and the gang members are chasing after him, so that's some, some really good camera work there. And then they're knocking on the doors to speak to the other residents say look you know let me in and this old lady lets them into um, her apartment and this is where the old lady in the apartment tells them about the origin story of this gang who run the apartment at night time and they think they're invincible and then Ray says to Gary the only way we're going to get out of here is um, to go down the floors and we can't go through the corridor so they have to go out through the window so they're like tying up loads of bed sheets and you get a pretty cool scene here where Gary's kind of like he's stepping it up a little bit and he just says he says how the hell can my day go so wrong he says I just gotta turn up I thought my luck was in and now I'm finding myself jumping out of a window and here he is he's going down the bed sheets and then he goes crashing through a window and um, there's two little girls in their bedroom and they're going oh my god what's going on and then Ray Parker Jr. comes down and he says, he gives them some money, he says, go tell your mum and dad that Santa Claus arrived early. <laughs> and then the little girl just comes down and says, I don't really believe in Santa Claus. So, a little bit of humour there in this movie. And then along the way they team up with the old lady's granddaughter called Elva. And this is where they meet Parker, which is Jan Michael Vincent. He's an ex-Vietnam War veteran who's in a wheelchair. And he's pretty much... Um, fortified himself in his room with machine guns and a whole arsenal of weapons and he helps them escape and the gang are knocking out on the door outside and he opens the door up and so we get Jan Michael Vonson and all his glory with a M16 assault rifle and he starts shooting and you get a pretty cool scene here with him and he takes out some of the gang members but he only gets shot himself so he gets killed here but it's only like a, a small cameo from him but it's a great one and not to forget his modified wheelchair which uh, Tony Stark would probably be envious of uh, where he's got like uh, shooting knives coming out from the side to defend himself so it's a, it's a pretty cool scene. And then after this gunfight our remaining heroes manage to get away and they meet up with a little kid called Tony who tells them that there's a way out through the basement. 
So they go down to the basement and there's a small way out but it can only be enough access for a child. So Tony makes um, her way out and runs to a police station to try and get some help but the police um, don't believe her because of all the problems they've had at the building. But before she tries to get away you get another fight scene here with a gang member and uh, Barry who sort of steps it up now um, kills him with some power tools which is a pretty cool scene. And then Barry and Will eventually get out of the basement and at the same time the Count, uh, Tony Todd's character and his gang have just sort of cottoned in that the only way out is through the basement so they go down there and then just as uh, Barry and Will are just escaping the vampires arrive and then you get like a final chase scene here where they're being tormented by the Romanian vampire gangs and Will's only got one round left in his gun and he has a final sta standoff with uh, Tony Todd in like a playground area outside and Tony Todd's got a rifle and it's kind of like a sort of gunslinger moment here and then Will manages to shoot Tony Todd and he gets shot and this is where his character goes I've been shot I can't be shot because I'm mortal and he believes that he is a vampire and he's um, forced down to the floor and he starts bleeding out and then he tries to get back up again and this is where Barry gets a it's funny scene when he gets a swing and he pulls it back and he smacks him in the face with it and he falls down to the floor and he dies and this is where you get the cavalry turn up all the police turn up because uh, the little kid probably managed to manage to persuade them in the end oh well I forgot to say, mention earlier that Barry also got shot in the ankle as well so he's struggling with that and the old lady from the sixth floor who helped him out at the beginning she has she gets her own back here as well by firing out an M16 assault rifle at the remaining gang members so that's a pretty cool scene and that's how the film closes you've got Will and Barry being attended by an ambulance and they've managed to get out and that is pretty much it and that is enemy territory guys in a bite size review so if you haven't seen it go check it out guys if you're a fan of uh, John Carpenter and Waterhill and you like all your gritty 80s movies I strongly recommend it and um, I have posted it on on my Facebook page and I know a lot of you guys have commented and um, there's a lot of positive things said about this film which is good so um, as I said at the beginning of the show I hope it does get a release possibly by Arrow or DVD or gets a Blu-ray print or something like that so because I think it deserves it so it'll be good to see in the future so there you go guys that is it that is enemy territory with ray parker jr <laughs> hope you enjoyed it so i'll be back soon guys um with uh Battlestar galactica i'll be having a look at that one so that's going to be my next uh review so i'm looking forward to having a talk about that and a little bit of admin for the show i am a proud member of legion podcast network so Go and check out all the other shows on there. I will play a promo at the end of this show. And you can find uh, Bite Size Cinema on iTunes. I think I'm on Stitcher. Uh, it's on YouTube. And obviously the Legion Podcast Network. You punch that into Google. So that's it, guys. We're going to close the show. Um, keep it bite size. Keep it safe. And I'll see you guys soon.
If you enjoyed this show, then make sure you check out the other great shows on the Legion Podcast Network, like Cinema PsyOps, Cinema Beef, Devour the Podcasts, Duncan and Bo Come Correct, Exploding Heads Horror Movie Podcast, Friday the 13th, Get Slayed, The Hell Ming Power Hour, Hello, This is the Doom Show, Hero Hero Ghost Show, Kill the Cast, Underwater Kaiju from Outer Space, Jerry Hates Action, Legion After Dark, Metal Health, Obsessive Cinema, Discourse, Pick Six Movies, The Podcast by the Cemetery, The Podcast on Haunted Hill, The Psycho Semantic Podcast, Rick Radio, House of Wax, Dude Looks Like the 80s, Rabbit and Red Radio, The Shadecast, Short Bus Cinema, Two Drink Minimum Commentaries, The VD Clinic, Who Will Survive Horror Podcast, and Which Versus the Doomsday Clock. With such a widespread of shows, there is guaranteed to be a niche for you to fall in love with. Horror, politics, movies, books, sex, music, commentaries, health, video games, kaiju, action, news, comedy, and opinions that would most likely get you killed in some parts of the world. We are proud to bring you some of the best podcasting in the world. Check us out at www.legionpodcast.com, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, and any other dark corner of the internet where podcasts can be found.